Hello and welcome to the Zurich Life podcast. I'm joined by Ian Slattery who will be analysing the latest developments taking place across the investment markets and discussing Zurich's current fund position. The Zurich Life podcast is available to download through the SoundCloud app and also on zurichlife.ie. You can also subscribe through iOS and Android which will allow you to download and listen offline. This investment podcast does not constitute an offer and should not be taken as a recommendation from Zurich Life. Advice should always be sought from an appropriately qualified professional. Thanks, Ian, for joining us. Um, I see that equity markets overall were relatively flat again in April following on from a similar performance in March. What can we attribute this to? Good afternoon, Eve. Yes, equity markets overall were flat again in April, with a strong euro currency negating local gains in a number of markets. The US market treaded water as investors closely watched the new US administration's attempts to push ahead with policy action, especially in relation to proposed corporation tax cuts. Strategists have yet to revise up earnings per share estimates for the US market on the back of these proposed cuts. European equities made good gains, especially France. Supported by stronger economic data, a good earnings results season and the reduction of political risk following the first round of the French presidential election, where the French National Front Party lost some momentum. Thanks, Ian. Um, just in, in our last po- podcast, we discussed, discussed some um, asset allocation changes that were made towards the end of March. Did these change further during the month of April? Yes, equity positions were increased towards the end of April from moderately overweight to well overweight, given the stronger economic outlook good corporate earnings and the reduction in political risk in Europe. The fund managers had taken some risk off the table during the previous month in order to lock in some profits. Country positions were maintained during the month, with the main overweight positions being in Europe, the US and Ireland. Sector positions were also broadly maintained. The fund remains overweight technology, industrials and consumer discretionary stocks and underweight consumer staples and utilities. Do equities still offer good value then, Ian? We maintain our outlook on the main asset classes and continue to believe that equities remain well valued on a relative basis compared to bonds and cash, although they have become more expensive on an absolute P ratio basis. Eurozone government bonds offer little long-term value and have come under some pressure over the last nine months. In the equity markets, um, what if any changes took place in March? Well, Neve, equities in euro terms were little change in April as market participants continue to assess US policy action as well as the likely number of US rate rises during 2017. Given that markets were somewhat overbought, as well as the US administration's difficulties with healthcare reform, equities were unlikely to have made significant gains during the month. And from a global perspective? World equities in euro terms fell by 0.2% in March and have given a total return of plus 5.2% in the first four months of the year. With the exception of the UK down 1.6%, All of the major equity markets were up in local currency terms in April, ranging from 3% in Ireland to 0.9% in the US. Returns in euro terms were held back by the stronger euro currency. Year-to-date Hong Kong at plus 11.9%, Europe at plus 8.9% and the US at plus 6.5% have led the way. And sector-wise, what were the, the key performers? Sector-wise in the US, a number of economically sensitive areas, such as technology and consumer discretionary, were both up 2.4% and outperformed the market, as they had done the previous month. Telecoms down 4.4% underperformed in the back of their bond proxy status. 
Year to date, the best performing sector has been technology, up 14.9%, and the worst energy, down 10%. Okay, and moving on to bonds, what were the key changes here? The Merrill Lynch Euro over five-year index rose by 0.1% in April, helped by strength in French government bonds following the election, and now stands down 1.6% year-to-date. Bond prices globally have suffered somewhat in the last nine months, and Eurozone bonds had been supported up to the middle of July of last year by economic growth concerns and increased quantitative easing. However, they are now facing an environment of higher US rates, a pickup in inflation, and the prospect of a reflationary US economic policy. Okay. You mentioned interest rates there, Ian. Um, can we expect a US rate rise again? Yes, well, we saw the first move on the 15th of March this year, and the markets now expect two further US rate rises, each of 0.25% each, during the rest of 2017. A move in June is now fully anticipated. Eurozone rates are likely to remain at current ultra-low levels for at least 12 months, whilst a UK move is not expected until the first half of 2018. And yields? Yes, the German 10-year bond yield fell marginally over the month from 0.33% to 0.32%. The yield had hit an all-time low of minus 0.19% on the 8th of July 2016. Equivalent US rates fell from 2.39% to 2.28% over the month. Yields in the US reached a 2016 low of 1.36%, also on the 8th of July, and have risen due to the expectation of further interest rate rises and the likely change in US economic policy by the new administration. Um, moving on to commodities and currencies, there was some fallback here, wasn't there? Yes, indeed, Neve. Um, commodity prices overall were down 2.2% in April and are down 5.6% so far this year. After an almost 50% rally in 2016 and a relatively quiet January and February, the oil price fell sharply in both March and April on the back of a build-up of inventories and doubt over whether OPEC can maintain their current production cuts. And gold, how did it perform? The gold price was up 2% during the month and finished at $1,268 per troy ounce and is now up 10% year-to-date. The price of copper, the world's most widely used metal after iron and aluminium, fell back by 2% during April but remains up over 25% since the recent rally began in mid-October 2016. Um, I, I know we've spoke about this before, but currencies can play an influential part in an investor's returns. How did euro currency movements affect performance in April? Yes, Neve, that's correct. Um, currencies can play a role in a portfolio, and of course we always manage our money from the perspective of a eurozone investor. So the euro currency strengthened by close to 2% against the US dollar during the month um, on the back of the French first round election results and stronger economic data in Europe and the Euro-US dollar rate moved from 1.07 to 1.09. This strengthening Euro would have paired gains for US-denominated assets. Okay, um, that brings us really um, to the end of our monthly podcast. Um, uh, thanks, Ian, for that in-depth analysis, and thank you to you, you our listeners, um, for your time. For more information on our fund range and to catch up on our latest investment news, visit zurichlife.ie. Past performance is not a reliable guide to future performance. Benefits may be affected by changes in currency exchange rates. The value of your investment may go down as well as up. If you invest in these funds, you may lose some or all of the money you invest. Zurich Life Assurance PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland.